0: Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving word of God, expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklaw of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as
1: you listen. Father, we thank you tonight for your glorious mercies. We thank you for surrounding us with your protection. Thank you that we are in your presence tonight to eat bread from your table, to hear your counsel, to be directed, to be reshaped, and to be prepared for that which you've called us for. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please do have your seats. The Lord bless you. Amen. This is my um, midweek after a long time. Amen. All right. Tonight I want to teach on striving for excellence. Striving for excellence. Amen. Um, you're likely not going to like the teaching but I'm teaching it anyway. Yes. And then also, I believe that those of you who sing songs here, you must now be selective which songs to sing. You see, some songs don't make sense to us anymore. I don't know if you understand. Like the one Rachel just sang you know go to the ends of the world who so before like you come and sing the song you should have thought who in this church is going to the ends of the world i don't know if, if i'm making sense yeah like some songs don't make sense before it would have made sense right now it, it can't make sense you know, I sent you to the ends of the world. Uh, Who did he send? Do you understand? Yeah, so, if you are singing, please choose, take one week to choose the song. If you are not sure, confirm from a pastor, can I sing this song? You know, like, does it fit the situation? (laughs) Or better still, just reintroduce Ibata, my bread, is sugar, my Uji. So, so on. There's Jesus. It will make sense. You get the point now. Yeah, so I, I thought of saying that because when she was singing, I was looking at the lyrics and uh, I was wondering. Yeah. At least there's one amongst you who has left Jerusalem. That's me. Do you understand? Yes, I have left Jerusalem, and that's me. So the song makes sense for me. Yes, but you that is seated here, I don't think it makes sense. It should be sung in a missionary-minded church. Uh, It should be sung in a church where people are evangelistic. Yes, people who are passionate about souls. So, I think we've created another problem for even those who sing. You can't just sing any song now. Yes. Now, if you sing any song, we'll come here and talk about the song. (laughs) To teach about the song. (laughs) So, we've created another problem, which I think is um, an easier problem than the other problem. Amen. Good. So, even my teaching now is very... I have to choose carefully, you know, I I have to jump a lot of topics so that some people don't think, oh, he wants us to be shepherds again, you know, he wants us to be leaders again. So you see that my topics are even very carefully selected and um, if you also work around the church, you must also think deeply, can I sing this song? I'm trying to remember a song like if you sing yes like um, every branch that be- <laughs> you see if you sing such a song <laughs> right now <laughs> we should stone you
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> because even the branches have been already cut off you get a point now yeah so I think even those who think should put a lot of thought into what they think. You get a point now? Alright. Striving for excellence. <laughs> uh, mercy. Anyway. We serve... Pastor Dean, please work on this for me. It's to... Is it too loud for me? I don't know. We serve a God who is excellent. Um, Before I go deeper, let me show you something. Psalms 76 verse 4. Psalm 76, the verse 4. The Bible says, Thou art more glorious and excellent than the mountains of prey. Amen? So God is more glorious and He is more Excellent. That is the God we serve. I want you to understand that. Now, Psalms 8 verse 9. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name, In all the earth. Amen. I think this is another song they can sing in the church comfortably. Yeah. This is another song you can sing in the church. More comfortably. Oh Lord, our God, how excellent is your name. That's a song they can sing. Than every branch that bears not fruit. You see, this is more excellent. Do you understand? Yes. O oh Lord our God, how excellent is thy name. So even the name of our God is excellent. Now, a lot of people, when it comes to the house of God they think that anything should go. They think that this is what I can do and what I can do should be accepted. Now, first of all, I'm showing you that God is an excellent God. Even his name is excellent. Give me Isaiah 12, verse 5. So, being that God is excellent, watch what the prophet Isaiah says. He says, sing unto the Lord, for he had done excellent things. He has done what? Excellent things. So, an excellent God does excellent things. I'm trying to establish a principle for you right here. An excellent God has done what? Excellent things. This is known in all the earth. So, when, maybe I'm jumping ahead of myself, but let me say it this way. When you begin to do excellent things, one of the results of excellent things is that you become known in all the earth. What are you saying, pastor? Somebody sits somewhere in Ghana, sits somewhere in Nigeria, and sings a song. If the song is excellent, you will hear the song in Australia. You hear the song in America. You hear the song in um, Britain. You hear the song all over the world. Somebody sings a song in, like that song that came, I, I don't know if it was during COVID, um, Jerusalem. It was sung I think probably in every country in the world. Why? Because the song was excellent. Do you understand? And let's bring it home. You go and gather some local instruments and you sing ohangla or you sing... um, And then you wonder why nobody is listening to your song in Ghana, in Sierra Leone, in Gambia, in Britain, in America, in Australia. What is the difference? The the difference is that you have produced something that is shoddy. So the people that are known all over the world are people that produce excellent things so the prophet is saying that we should sing unto the lord for he has done excellent things and for doing this he this is known in all the earth we now know why we are local i said we now know why we are very local The absence of excellence will make you a local champion. Yes. When people have broken barriers and crossed the the boundaries of their nations and they are known even more in other nations, you are a local champion who is fighting just In your immediate environment. Even your next door neighbor doesn't know your name. The lack of excellence will make you a local person. As for God, he's known in all the earth. And it's true. It's true. I mean, God's name is mentioned in all the earth. Is true, and why because he has done excellent things. I hey, listen to me. So, what does it mean to um, be excellent? All right, are you here or you've gone home? To strive for excellence is to strive for perfection. <laughs> To strive for excellence is to strive for perfection. To be excellent means to possess outstanding or superior quality. It's going to be hot. Hmm. To be excellent, I I said you didn't like the teaching. To be excellent means to possess outstanding or superior quality. Quality. To be excellent is to be eminently good. Mm. To be excellent is to be eminently good. Something that is excellent is very good indeed. You should write it. You I have to choose what I'm teaching carefully. So, I've chosen my topic knowing that some of you work for people. Some of you are workers in some place. Some of you, so I can still teach about leadership somehow. You get a point now? Uh-huh. So, this teaching is not about your past. It's about your present and your future. You get a point now? Yes. It's about your present and your future. Yes, that's how you should see the teachings from now. Forget about the past. The past is done and dusted. Do you get it? Yeah. Even if an example is given and is from the past, we have always been giving examples. (laughs) I don't know if you understand. We have always been. Is giving examples new in this church? No. We have always been giving examples Okay, so the teachings are about your present and your future. So let's look at what it means to be excellent. To be excellent, all right, is to be the finest. Let me start from that one. To be the finest. To be what? The finest. Everybody is producing wardrobes as fundiwambao. But you are excellent. Do you understand? Why are you excellent? You produce the finest wardrobes. Everybody is producing something. Everybody is doing something. Let's say um, everybody sells... Um, What do they sell these days? Yes, everybody sells Omena. Let's say they are selling Omena. But the packaging for your Omena is the finest. Such that if they put one, two, three, four different types of Omena down, the person looks at the finest and picks that one. That's what we're talking about. Excellence. To be the finest. Do you get it? We're not just talking about, oh, you are finest when it comes to your appearance, like you're a fine boy, like you're a fine girl. No, we're talking about fine finesse in all aspects of your life. So, to be excellent is to be the finest. Now, One of the reasons we are not attaining excellence is we don't tell the truth to ourselves. Number one. Number two, we do not have people around us who tell us the truth. These two things will make you live and grow in mediocrity. I'm going to say it again. That you don't tell yourself the truth. Two, you don't have somebody in your life that tells you the truth as it is. These two things is what makes somebody thrive in foolishness. You grew up singing in the shower. And you convince yourself that you have a Whitney Houston voice-like. And that even though Whitney is dead, God has put you here to remind us of Whitney. So your singing in the shower has convinced you that you are... You are the best. Even when you used to sing and your siblings come and knock, will you keep it quiet? You told yourself that they were jealous of you. Because they can't sing like you. <laughs> In fact, let me add a third thing. Let me add. A, I said number 1. You don't tell yourself the truth, isn't it? Number two, you don't have anybody or people around you that will tell you the the truth, isn't it? Then number three, this is very important, is you don't like being told the truth. Yes. These three things is what will make you a champion in foolishness. Meanwhile, you've convinced yourself that Whitney could have easily been the one who gave birth to you. Some time ago, I tried to teach this, how delusions are like. I don't know if you know that you can look at somebody and convince yourself that this young man is wearing green. And for the rest of the time, you'll see green. Delusions. Delusions of self grandeur. You just tell yourself he's wearing green. No matter what we tell you, that there is blue, there is black, your eyes are seeing green because you have purpose to see green. And some people perpetually live in that delusion. How can you not hear your own voice and tell yourself that this is cockroach? Delusions. So, not telling yourself the truth. Do you get it? Yes. And then, you don't have anybody in your life whose words are true to you. If he says this, then Charlie, there's more work to be done. Nobody. And then, you don't like being told the truth. This will cause you to not be the finest so, to be excellent is to be the finest. I mean, at your level, you believe that if they put Celindion and you together on stage, you can outperform Celindion. You are the finest. <laughs> yeah, you are the finest. Is it, this is the problem caused by motivational teachers. Yes. Some of you have listened to more motivational teachings until motivational teachings have replaced the truth of reality in your life. You can't work on yourself anymore because your motivational teacher has told you no matter how bad it is, it is good. (laughs) If it is good, how are you going to work on improvement? You are the best. When you wake up, affirm to yourself that you are the best. Positive affirmations. I don't believe in that nonsense. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in that nonsense. Because that is how. You will deceive yourself and you will never become the best version of yourself. Let's take this. This is an athletic nation. So, let's talk about athletics. You see, when um, that guy who runs, what is his name? Kipchoge. When he has to run, um, let's say he ran, is it it? What's the distance? Yes, how long is that? Forty-two kilometers. kilometers. And does any of you have an idea of the record? One hour, 59 minutes. One hour, 59 minutes and 59 seconds. 59, 59. Okay, so that's one minute and uh, uh, an hour. Am I getting it right? Fifty-nine minutes, one hour, fifty-nine minutes. So that's one minute and uh, um, two hours, right? One, second. One, second. one seconds to yes, one seconds to two hours, right? So he's training. Where's that place they train? Eh? It Itail. It, it, okay you know the place <laughs> this guy goes let me show you what we do to ourselves he goes to the place where athletes train he's going to run how many kilometers 42 kilometers and the record is 1 hour 59 minutes right he's training to beat the record even by 1 minute and it's still a record. They'll say that this guy has set a new world record. Look at how he's put. It's a world record. So he's running. He set the time. And he starts running. By the time it is 42 kilometers, his coach tells him, check the time. He checks the time. And it is two hours, one minute. And then he tells himself, no but I can do it in under two hours. Now, he's not telling himself the truth because whatever he's going to do on the world stage, he must have attempted it in his private training sessions. Are you listening to me? So, he runs and runs and runs again. Another 42 kilometers. He, he's now doing two hours three minutes. Then the coach is a motivational speaker. And then the coach tells him, don't worry. When we get there, you know, you do it. Yeah, you do it. You, you accomplish it. I mean, it's just a difference of three minutes. You will be surprised that you will never be able to set a world record. That's why any time you are within your micro space is you plus one person plus two other people is when you are to prove yourself. Not wait. When they put you on the grand stage in your mind, you have collected a lot of delusions. You have never fought a wrestling match. You have a big body. Then you are telling yourself, I'm a wrestler. I can do it. You see, that's motivational speech. You will never become excellent as long as you have all these delusions. Do you understand? I mean, record what you think and play back to yourself. I don't know why I'm only on singing. There are other things I can. It's just that singing comes easy. Do, do you understand? Yes. Okay, let me move further. You you take pictures. Right? <laughs> Compare your pictures to other people's pictures. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then If you become excellent, you will tell yourself the truth. Hey, what I recorded there, if anybody apart from my mother hears it, it's a disgrace. Uh You've told yourself the truth. Oh, oh, brother Tito, can you hear this and tell me, have I sung it well? And then Titus hears the song and says, uh, my sister, what do you want? The truth? or a lie. Choose one. Then you say, I want the truth. Then he says, hey, don't let anybody hear what you have (laughs) said. Then the third thing is, you are ready to accept what he has told you and not see it as criticism. Many of us see every truth that is told us as a form of criticism. There are people you can't tell them the truth. If you tell them the truth, you have criticized them. Oh yeah. And because you have criticized them, anything else you're going to say from that point on is is rubbish to them. So many people are not becoming the finest. And I'm just showing you the reason you can't tell yourself the truth. Two. You do not have people around you who can tell you the truth. And you yourself, you do not like being told the truth. Are you here or you've gone home? Hmm. The, The reason is because anything you are doing, somebody is doing the same. I'm teaching. Somebody is also teaching. Do you get it? I'm a teacher. Somebody is also a teacher. I'm a pastor. Somebody is also a pastor. I'm not the only teacher in the world. The same way you are not the only accountant in the world. The same way you are not the only dancer in the world. Do you get it? So, for example, if you're a dancer, you take your dancing and you compare it to somebody's dancing. Or like Sunday, I saw them dancing. You know, I saw them dancing, and you can tell who is excellent. Yes, and you can tell who is rubbish. <laughs> I, I don't know if the teaching is making sense. Yeah, they are dancing, and you can tell who is excellent. Some everybody is supposed to go that way. Is now, brother man is checking out the others. So you can tell who is the finest. Yes. You can tell who is the finest. Is it like I'm the pastor of this church, then I tell myself that I'm the finest dancer. Because I've gone and listened to motivational teaching. They understand, I'm the best. I can do it. So I've come here and then I'm saying oh even the dancing stars cannot dance like I dance. You see, I will make a fool of myself. My I'm not called to be to dance, and no amount of motivational teaching or preaching should convince me that I'm the best dancer. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? So, like Sunday, when they stood here, I, saw, I watched, I, I watched Parker <laughs> <laughs> And
0: then
1: you can just tell who is excellent. And then you can tell who is mediocre. Do you understand? And then you can tell who is, who, who has no idea why they are standing here. You can just tell who has no idea. Why am I here? What are we doing here? We like we are standing here. What are we doing here? You can tell who has no idea why they they came why they wore jeans to come and stand here. True or not true? Yeah. Yeah. There are some people I have known them for many years. For many years, they are dancers. And for many years, I see them doing the same thing. Lack of movement. Checking other people. They have done it for five years. Yes. Yeah. They've done it for six years. And you see, it's a reflection of our mindsets. We really care about whether we are doing well or not. Write it down. We really care about whether we are doing well or not. We really care. It's hot. I'm a pastor. If you ask me a question from the Bible, all the years I have preached the Bible and I cannot answer your biblical question, there's something wrong with me as a pastor. Do do you understand? Yeah. There's something wrong with me if I cannot give you a biblical basis for this, a biblical basis for that. I'm not the finest. To be excellent is to be the finest. When it comes to your area of calling, you are the finest. I mean, you don't belong to the group of people who. What are we doing here? We see smoke. Does the smoke. Will the smoke kill us? What are we doing here? They have no clue. Yeah, no clue. And then in the same group, you see somebody who is excellent. Someone who is the finest. Do you understand? Yeah, the person is finer in everything that he or she is doing. Praise the Lord. To strive for excellence is to strive for perfection. Hmm. To strive for perfection. Perfection. If you are not perfect, eh, you are also mad. I just wish for you to know that. Whenever you are not becoming perfect, you are no different from a madman. Pastor, hmm. that I'm not perfect, you are saying that I'm mad now. Yes. Look, look, look at mad people. Mad people do the same thing. Somebody's madness is to pick pieces of paper. He's been mad for five years. He has been picking pieces of paper religiously. And they sleep at a particular place. I don't know how a mad person knows that this is my spot. Yes. Somebody's madness is to go round and round. Isn't it? You always, always, all the time find them engaging In that, I don't know if your activity for madness is the last activity you were doing when you became, when you cray, you know, when the screw fell. Like the last activity you were doing is what now you repeat in the period of madness. Do you understand? So, you are also, if you are not striving for perfection, you are not different from a mad person who keeps repeating the same activity. With no change at all. Somebody has, they were wearing jeans when they got mad in 1965. They are still wearing the same jeans. True or not true? Yes. And then they said the definition of madness is to do the same things the same way and then you are expecting a different result. That's madness. Church is quiet. It's too hot to handle. Mercy. Strive for perfection. On the road to perfection. You start with small things. Small things. You won't become perfect overnight. You start with the small things you have been given to do now. Do the things you have been given to do excellently, no matter how small it is. Otherwise, You've never fought in a boxing match ever in your life. And your motivational preacher has told you that you'll become a world champion. So, without training, without preparation, you have decided to join, to go and fight in a boxing match. Those are the people who get knocked down with one blow. Yes. Excellence, or perfection, in this case, starts from the small things. The small things. Like many girls assume that they can just cook. Did you understand? Yes, after watching a lot of cooking shows, they assume that they can just get up and cook. You get it? Yeah. I mean, cooking is not one of those things that you just get up and then you can cook. You'll be surprised the end product. Yes. And, and many girls assume. And then I've also noticed that you see, like there are girls who don't cook for a long time. But they assume that I know how to cook. is a lie. Cooking is one of those things when you live off doing it, you may not do it well when next you have the opportunity to cook. Yes. You see that what you have produced, you know, a lot of you are very accustomed to eating rubbish. So, when I speak about this, you don't appreciate what I'm talking about. Yes, because you are accustomed to eating a lot of rubbish. Yes. Mercy. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Many girls assume that, oh, you know, ah, is it not laying bed, lay, laying of bed? Ah, like when I marry, when I get up, I'll do it. You will be surprised that. You have now married and you cannot lay a simple bed. It was just an assumption. Ah, you know, you pull the, uh, uh, the, the bed sheet, you put it here, you put, and uh, you realize that to wake up and to lay bed stems from a discipline you have acquired over a long period of time. When you get up, You get up from your bed. You don't lay the bed. You see, one of the blessings I had was going to boarding school. And I think everybody should go to boarding school. Yes. Now, you you know, I'm I'm a very happy father somehow. Yeah. When I get up from my bed, I tell my son, go lay my bed. When he lays the bed, I'm like, wow. The bed is laid well, like a hotel. And I can tell where, before he went to boarding school, I, I'd never asked him to lay my bed. Yes. But now he's gone, and I know that one of the requirements when you wake up in a boarding school, that's if it's a correct boarding school. Yes. Is that your bed is laid and is even inspected. I don't know about here. Yeah, your bed is laid in and is inspected. Otherwise, you are in trouble. So when I went home, I I I wake up and say, "Go and lay." Ah, After I'm paying school fees, I should lay bed again. Mm There are levels of humility. That is not one of them. Go and lay my bed, and he lays the bed, and I feel happy. You see, it's an activity that's go- and it's going to go on for a time. Now, you, you have laid 200 beds in your head. You have cooked different types of dishes in your head. The day the practicals are presented. You didn't know what to do with the chili. You didn't know what to do with the oil. You ask yourself, hey, which one do I put in first? The onions before the oil or the oil before the onions. It's kitchen now. You'll be doing mental calculations. Hmm. Careful. Hmm. Some people all have been trying to do in this church. All have been trying to impute in them. They will appreciate it one day when they globally disgrace themselves. Yes. Yes. When they on a global stage, when they disgrace themselves, they'll remember apostle. That is even if they have a conscience, then they'll remember somebody tried to tell me to be doing this. I didn't bother. Yeah. Perfection. Careful. One day I saw somebody sweeping this church and the way this girl held the broom I was shocked. I was shocked. I'm a boy and then I saw other boys holding the broom and sweeping Better than this girl. When I saw her holding the broom, I knew Wahala holiday. Because, is you if you've swept before, and I've, I've 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 realized that the boys in this church knows how to do chores, clean, sweep, do than all the girls in this church. For the kind of sisters we have. I don't want to use certain words. You know, I've just returned. I want peace. There are, when Tony was here, when Tony was here, when it's time for cleaning, there's a way he uses the rag And the manner of using the rack... Don't ask me to show you. I can't show you. There's a way he uses the rack in cleaning. That girls... One time, give me a mop. Find me a mop. Stop pretending you don't know where the mop is. (laughs) I saw... I want to show you practically. You see, sometimes... You're fooling yourself that oh, I can do it. I can do it. There's a way he uses the rag on the floor and cleans the water. There are sisters in this church. I've seen them clean the church, they cannot do it. So one day during it, I saw somebody cleaning a sister, and in my entire world of working, this is how the sister was doing. Do you know somebody like that? You see what this, when I see you, what this tells me is that your mind is not even in what you are doing. I mean, how can a single hand clean? And to do it excellently, you can't use one hand and accomplish an excellent cleaning. And somebody will do this. And can even do it for two hours. And then convince himself that he's working. Convince herself that she's working. There is absolutely no perfection in a lot of things we do. Then I see a guy and with his hands, he's put the rag on the floor and he's mopping water. And a girl... Is doing. I, I don't know if I'm teaching somebody something. Yes. So you can be perfect or not. Yeah, you can be perfect or not. So to strive for excellence is you striving for
0: perfection.
1: that's how she'll be cooking your food in the kitchen one day and then she'll drop her phone in the f-
0: pot yes
1: you, you don't know you think you're eating um, soup you don't know that there's is fu- uh, phone soup just yes, that they've revo- removed the phone from the soup yes but once upon a time the phone was put in the soup yes are you listening to me you can't, listen, to be perfect is you striving for excellence. You can't tell me you're cleaning like this. And when you finish, you tell yourself, hey, I've worked too. You see, again, we go back. You can't tell yourself the truth. You tell yourself, hey, actually, I've done rubbish. Yeah, people can't do that. Yeah, somebody think that it's an insult against themselves to tell themselves the truth. Yeah, please have it. I I saw somebody cleaning like that. Yes, And when you finish, there's no way you can tell me that you gave an excellent result. Yeah. Mercy. Are you here or you've gone home? To be excellent means to possess outstanding or superior quality. Ask your neighbor, what is outstanding about you? Have they answered? Okay. Better still. Ask your neighbor, what is your outstanding quality? Like when we see you, eh? there should be something that stands out about your, your, your person. Or that you possess a certain superior quality. It's amazing. <laughs> there are people who go to university for five years, some for four years, and they finish and they cannot even speak superior English. (laughs) They can't speak superior English. Yes. A full graduate can't speak superior. You see, when somebody who's not gone to school is speaking English, we can forgive the person. Do you understand? But you you have gone all the way to the university and you still speak like a local boy. You mix English with shame. So, so what I'm asking you is what is your outstanding or superior quality? Like when somebody zooms in on you, what can they say? This is his superior quality. You can't... you. I mean that makes you ordinary. I believe ordinary is what you call ma- wanainchi. Kawaida. Huh? <laughs> Kawaida. Yes. And I want you to know that there's no reward for being ordinary. The system rewards only excellence. And excellence is what you don't strive for. So you have gone to university four years. Some people do five years. And you can't speak good English. Let's not talk of superior English. Good English. Just English that is good. Hey, Apostle, I I didn't go to university. What about me? You have been in this church for four years. It's the same. Your pastor has been speaking <laughs> English too. It's the same. <laughs> Is it that you don't give your mind to the things you do? It's the reason why we will read scripture from certain books. Habakkuk. Zephaniah. And then the day you stand there and they put the same book, you mention the book in a verse. We wonder, is the book in the Bible? The book you, you are quoting from, is it in the Bible? Don't tell me, you know, I didn't go to university, but you have been in this church for four years. That should count for something. I'm teaching right now. I'm not teaching in Swahili. I'm not teaching in Portuguese. I'm teaching in English. Hmm. Hmm. You will, let me tell you, you will not live a life, a life, I want to put, like you won't live a life that is fulfilling, if everything about you is kawaida. Like if you, we take a sample population of 200 people, you can't stand out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you can't stand out. Whatever they have to say about the 200 sample population is the same they have to say about you. You can't live a, a life that is fulfilling. Fulfilling lives... Are led by people with superior qualities are you here or you are angry? to be excellent is to be eminently good, yeah something that is excellent is very good, yeah and you see. I showed you that God is an excellent God. Yeah, his children cannot be anything less. So quickly, I want us to look at seven times we are encouraged to be excellent and perfect. Number 1. You can have a ministry that is good but not perfect. You can have a ministry that is good, but not perfect. To be perfect is to have achieved excellence in your good ministry. To have, you can have a ministry that is good, but not perfect. You can be a good singer, but not a perfect singer. Do you understand? You can have a ministry that is good, but not perfect. To be perfect is to have achieved excellence in your good ministry. You can have a good ministry. Your singing is good. You play the piano, right? Your playing the piano is good, but it is not excellent. You can have a ministry and the ministry is good. But when we look at the ministry, there's no excellence in the ministry. And I'm teaching this because that is one of the things we are lacking in the church. Yes. Excellence. You can be doing something that is just good. It's good. It's good. But good doesn't cut it. We want excellence from the level of being good. You know, the top-class world musicians, as much as many of them were gifted, if you take Michael Jackson, in fact, I hear the same thing said about um, Jennifer Lopez and Just mention them all these top guys. They were like they they are good. Then it is said about Michael Jackson, whenever he was rehearsing with his people, that once you miss something, they start all over again. Like the thing has to be perfect at rehearsals, and so. Sometimes they rehearse hours and hours just for a show that will last like 30 minutes or 40 minutes. But they have rehearsed days on end with sleepless night. Because that is an excellent person. He doesn't just want to bring good. He wants the good to be excellent. So he rehearses more. Let's talk about you. First of all, to start with, you are not gifted. Yeah, There's a level of gifting that some people have. Do you understand? Yeah. The person, let's say singing. The person already has a very powerful voice. That's the starting point. Now, to talk about you, you don't have a gift... Then, on top of not having a gift, you hate paying the price. You see, me, if I don't have a gift for something, I will overcome my not having the gift by giving it more attention. I'll be consumed by it until you cannot tell the difference between me, who practiced to get it better and the person who is gifted. Are you you listening to me? So I don't have the gift. I don't have the gift. So I will give it more attention until you cannot tell the difference between the one who has the gift and the one who had to rehearse in order to get it right. So somebody doesn't have the gift, the person doesn't even like rehearsing. Right? And then said, so, I'm doing my best. What do you mean? You are doing your best. What is your best? Tiger Woods. He's one of the most naturally talented golf players. I think if he closes his eyes, he can play golf. Go, you see, if you read about some of these people, they'll tell you the hours they spend perfecting their gift. You see, I've so much been in leadership that when I sit there and somebody who has not prayed for a number of days takes the microphone to lead prayer, to sing, I can just tell this person hasn't prayed for a number of days. I can just tell. I can just tell. I can so easily just tell. Because by the time you see somebody that has put in effort, you can tell. So, after a while, it's not that Michael Jackson is gifted. No, he's excellent. When he was singing with his brothers at a very young age, I think he realized that, these my brothers are mumu. I have to find a way to move on. Yeah, truly. And he left the band. The, 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 his father wanted to keep all of them together. But actually, the guy's destiny was too great to be joined to a group of brothers that are mediocre. Hmm. And if he stayed with them, he would have been the most frustrated, gifted person on the earth. He couldn't do what he, want, he wouldn't have, let me put it this way, the self-expression he wanted. Yeah. You have to be excellent yeah. in all that you're doing. Not just good. How is my singing? Oh, you, you've sung very, very, oh, your singing is very good. Good is not enough. How was my dancing? You see, some people need to ask. You know, I want you to always tell me the truth. When we dance on Sundays, tell me how well I did. You see that you now, you'll be going home and you are angry. <laughs> you are the one standing there looking. Hey, they are moving this way. Oh, let me also move this way. And somebody's going to tell you, Charlie, <laughs> several times you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah, Yeah. be serious with your gift. If you want excellence, it goes, you see, it goes beyond being good. That's what I'm teaching you. It goes beyond being good. Hey, there'll be surprises in heaven. The people, those of you with five talents. Those of you with two talents. It's better be that. You see, that's how you know the level, the level has changed from good to excellent. You were at five. God gave you the level five. And you worked. And you got six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then when he comes, he says, oh, you gave me five. I've produced extra five you gave me two, I've produced extra two. Then somebody will come. Huh? You are a very hard man. You are a very hard man. I know you. So, because I don't want your wahala, I took the gift you gave me, I kept it safely. Do you want it back? It's here. It's still here. Can I? Do you want it back? You see, God has a problem with you remaining at where you are. He has a problem with it. Your choir has been 20 people since 1995. If you are a real Christian, you know that it's not biblically correct. So he gave you five talents. He's expecting five. He gave you two. He's expecting two extra. And you see, the danger with being a Christian, who doesn't read your Bible is that you think that sitting in church all your years and waiting to go to heaven is enough you will go to heaven and you will be the one that he will tell that cast this guy into the outer darkness. It's possible for a pastor to collect a church full of people who will one day, when they get to heaven, they, God will call them unprofitable servants. Which means that, you see, what is unprofitable? If you're doing a business, if you're doing a business, you've gone to Kikomba, you have bought this dress for uh, 200 shillings. What is a profitable business? You added your transport, it came to 250, but you came and you sold the dress for 350. That is profitable business. Is it not? What is unprofitable You went all the way, you bought the dress for 300, you came and sold it for 200. So you made a loss. So any Christian, watch this, any Christian for whom Jesus died, that has not added anything To his kingdom is an unprofitable servant. What does he do with unprofitable servant? They are to be casted into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. But he describes them as unprofitable servant. Your salvation has no profit. Your salvation I'm telling you, me I began to see things in a certain way that makes me weep for the church of Jesus Christ. That we will pastor a church for years and then Jesus will look at our church members and he will say you brought me unprofitable servants. What happened? Unprofitableness. You have brought even loss. In fact, you've added nothing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Any Christian who dies, listen, you die as a Christian and you, you lived as a Christian for 20 years and we can't point or God cannot point to somebody that you brought into salvation, you're unprofitable. All children, all children, for many years, they are very useless and unprofitable. They eat your food, they use your toilet roll, they use your water. For many years, children don't add anything to the home. They don't pay steamer, isn't it? Yeah, but they'll eat your food. And if the food is not nice, they'll tell you your food is not nice. Yes. You know, I cook rice for my children and I was expecting them to be happy that I cook rice. They looked at the rice and looked at the rice. They told me, mm, it has water. <laughs>
0: okay. uh,
1: then my daughter said, use too much water. Uh, she, she used the spoon. She said, it's not like mommy's rice. Yes. The unprofitable human beings on top of it can complain. They told me, I had to eat the rice myself. <laughs> and I ate it. I it huh. For many years. Then at a point, you expect them to become profitable. Are you getting it? You expect them, that's now they add something to the family. Now, many people are not profitable. And God is saying that when you come to him, after all he's giving you, And you came without profit. You are an unprofitable servant. And your location is outer darkness. I'm not the one who wrote the Bible. So you continue sitting in church. And thinking the pastor is your problem. Mercy. James 1.17 Every good and perfect gift is from above. And cometh down from the father of light with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So, God wants you to have an excellent ministry. Even if you are an usher, you must be excellent. If you are a singer, you must be excellent. You must move from good to excellent. What kind of a singer comes and stands here and forgets the lyrics? One time I saw a singer and the lyrics was not on the screen. And the singer stood there. You produce the lyrics. If you want me to sing. (laughs) If you want me to sing, you produce the lyrics. Then I will sing. Yes, And the singer stood here. You want me to sing? Produce the lyrics. Because they were playing the instrumentals, alright, but bad the lyrics. And the person would not say even hallelujah. I was looking on the screen. <laughs> if you want me to sing, put the lyrics there. You, see, that's, we, you are not even near being good to talk about excellence. Am I teaching something? Some people, they say they are dancers. They say, oh, not I say. They say. So when I say they say, then I can escape a lot of problems. Yeah, I'm not a dancer. Have you seen me dancing? No. They say. Do you understand? monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday then saturday late afternoon they do some cosmetic patch patch together together again sunday you see already i can show you you're going nowhere What kind of a dancer doesn't dance on Monday? Doesn't dance on Tuesday? Doesn't dance on Wednesday? What kind of a pastor doesn't read his Bible? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. What kind of a dancer remembers, Hey, Kesho, I have to dance. And then he says, Oh, what is the song? I can't come for rehearsals. Send me the. I have yes. Those are the ones you see when everybody is moving this way. They are moving this way. Then they'll stop and say, "Ah, oh, you are moving that way." Okay. And a lot of times, when they, when they go through the torture, it's a torture to yourself when you don't. You are not excellent. When they go through the torture, by the time the song is finishing, they are like, thank you, God. I've, I've survived another day in the office. <laughs> do, do you understand? I don't have to come and stand here and after teaching, I'm like, hey, thank God, I managed. Hey, I fooled them that I was teaching. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? That's mo- you, na- you now have moved, you whatever you say is your calling, every day it must feature in your activities. Imagine a chef. A chef. You say you're a chef. The last time you cooked was 2001. Yes. A chef is always in the kitchen. Isn't it? And a chef is always coming up with food ideas. It took me to to become angry for a group of people to change the dances they used to dance. They used to dance the same dance every day. They will say, oh, this one we did last weekend. they They had about three or four dances. A chef has to come up with recipes. Right? A chef has to come up with recipes. So what is he doing? He's in the kitchen and he's constantly practicing. Until he comes up with a recipe that everybody comes and says, no, I want this. I want this. That's a chef. So he's always in the kitchen. You say you are a chef. The last time you cooked was the year 2000. The same way the la- you say you are a dancer. Since Sunday, today is Tuesday, you haven't danced. Tomorrow, you won't dance. Yes. Thursday, you won't dance. Friday, you won't dance. Saturday, around 3 p.m., then it will strike you. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Then you come and stand here looking like. You know some people eh, in the realm of the spirit like physically they look very normal but in the realm of the spirit this is how they look. (laughs) You have an imbecilic spirit (laughs) in the realm of the spirit. Yes. Because last Sunday you did the same nonsense. You are prepared, this week. You are prepared to come and repeat it next Sunday. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Hmm. There's a group I've tried to correct. if if I were the MC they would never minister if I was the MC they would never minister that's the only group I see in this church who are never ready they are never ready and when you call them they take their sweet time like if me I'm not the pastor I'm just common MC with small power the way my nature is, they will never minister. The, that group keeps the church waiting. I haven't mentioned anybody's name. Yeah. They, they came to minister, but when they are called, they act like, oh, 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 and then they keep the entire church. I'm saying that if I'm not a pastor, I'm just MC in my corner. That's a group I will never call up. Uh It's a group made up of you you call them tortoises. Yes. Yes. group, they feel sweet. Hey, they take their sweet time.
0: Yeah.
1: If I was just MC in this church, that's a group that will I will never, their name will never come out of my mouth. Yes. Hmm. Mercy. Everything you're doing you know by the next time you are called again to do the same thing we should see that Charlie the thing has gone up then the next time you are called again the thing until now other people are fighting to catch up with the standard you have set yes, but we have so much complacency and anybody who tries to fight complacency becomes an enemy You are a choir. When you dress as a choir, you all look like stepchildren. (laughs) Are you telling me that you have not watched YouTube videos of international choirs and how they dress and present themselves? Are you the only one with poverty? About people who can buy condoms. (laughs) Are you saying you've not seen a choir dressed and you say, Wow, I want a choir like that? Or okay, forget the leader. I want to be in a choir that looks like that. When I see my choir, I see my stepchildren. I look like a very wicked father. Whenever I see my choir, I look like a very wicked father. As for dancing stars, don't go there. At least choir they try. They try at their stepchildren level. Dancing stars are at chokora level. <laughs> when I do a chocolate, chocolate level. Classic chokora level. Choir, they, at least they are in the house, they are the stepchildren as for dancing stars they look like classic chocora in fact we call it's like sunday morning we went around the city and collected all of them and brought them together <laughs> when we collected them under the bridge how now white how now white huh. kujatu 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 Classic chocolate level.
0: Oh.
1: Oh. Okay. I mean, are you saying you've not seen choir singing with lights and you see the attires? There is no, if I was not a pastor, there is no group in this church I would have loved to belong to. Yeah. They will spoil my sense of fashion. If I was not a pastor, I came, this church has a pastor. And everything that exists in this church exists as it is. There is no group I would subject myself to. Oh yeah, I'm telling you the truth. There's no group in this church. Because, you see, if I'm going to go to church, I want to look fly. I want somebody to see me serving God and they are like, I want to be like you. Now, I am now wearing faded black. When I draw a faded black, When God wanted them to construct a temple, he asked Moses to collect offering. He said, purple, blue, silver for the things of silver, gold for the things
0: of gold.
1: He's an excellent God. I'm even realizing that the camera, the media crew, I have to train them. If things don't change in the future, I have to train them that. You see, don't take that shoe. They didn't clean it before they came up. Avoid the shoe. Take it from knee level up. The whole country cannot see that shoe. You know? You, you don't want to traumatize our viewers with the Quarister's shoe. Yes you see, I've not been to the school, but by the spirit of excellence, you just know that some things don't, the thing is not correct. There's no group in this church, if I just came to this church, I said I would be a member, and then somebody came to me. Are you saying you have not seen such a choir? There's nothing I've not done in this life in this church for the excellence of this church. I took this church and I transported them to London and I showed them how people in a church I know, I know the pastor, how they dress, how the choir dress, how the singers dress. Ah, I showed them. I even showed them how the guys put on. If you like frown, I've not finished teaching. <laughs> huh? Hey, I took I took this. I downloaded pictures. Me, I downloaded pictures. And I said, Charlie, look at ashes. I said, Charlie, look at choristers. <laughs> and I'm telling you if I were just an ordinary member there is no group in the church I would love to belong yes yeah. I'd like to belong to my own group yes my own group where I wear what I feel like yes. before you come and turn me into a prisoner yes All because somebody doesn't want to make a little sacrifice. Is that our church? (laughs) Charlie. The picture looks like it was taken in 1925. You see, we come to the present of a, the presence of an excellent God, and we do not offer him excellence. Today, when worldly people put up shows, you see how much effort has gone into what they are doing. We don't have it in the church. As for church hey, oh. Some people even come five, five minutes to time is when they are looking for what they are coming to present to God. No excellence. No excellence. Even if you're angry, I'm going to teach. I mean, I'm the last person who is afraid of your, you're not liking the teaching. Yeah. Are you here? Number two, you must strive for excellence because God desires excellent works. God desires excellent works. God desires, excellent works. God desires what? Excellent works. The choir must have excellent works. Dancing stars must have excellent works. Greatest must have excellent works. I'm not the one saying it. No. God desire. Give me Revelation chapter 3 verse 2. Revelation 3 2. Look at it. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. That are ready to die. Let's stop there. There are some things in the church. The only thing that have remained in this church are the basontes. But they are also ready to die. And God is saying, be watchful. And do what? Strengthen the things which remain. And as it is, maybe I'm teaching... Basanta teaching because it is what remains and yet is ready to die if allowed it will die come on now and then God says be watchful and then strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die then he says for I have not found thy works perfect before God Which means that the works that are presented before God must be perfect. There's another group I know. Since the first president of Kenya died, they have not succeeded in coming up with how to arrange themselves. They will leave their seats and come and stand here. And then they start battling it up. <laughs> <laughs> they do that for three minutes. What is the purpose of rehearsals? What's the purpose? If I were a leader of that group, My group members will be seated according to how... You see, I'm talking of something that has... I said since the first president of Kenya died. That's how long it has taken. And even though he's dead since 78, they are yet to know how to arrange themselves. Even as I speak, what goes into such a thing? A leader thinking. So, I will know how... Of my rehearsals will include who sits where and when you get up, what do you walk to come and stand? Not since '78, they have been doing, "Mm." and then somebody will turn around now. That's another group. Hmm. So, the things we give and present to God. You see, if somebody came, let me end tonight on this note. If somebody who is not saved, he's, let's say, a CEO came to our church and maybe he's supposed to have an encounter with Jesus, I can tell you for sure, some of this childishness, some of this display of mediocrity is enough to stop the salvation of certain type of people. A queen, this, I'm ending tonight's teaching on this note, a queen traveled all the way from Ethiopia to come and have a conversation with King Solomon, the queen of Sheba. She travelled from just Apo, Ethiopia, all the way to seek audience with Solomon. When he got, she got there. This is a queen. A queen means she herself is surrounded by her protocol, majesty, honor, beauty, everything. But when she got to Solomon's presence. The Bible says there was no more spirit left in her. Why? Because, give me verse 4. And when the queen, look at it, of Sheba has seen all Solomon's wisdom. You and I know that you cannot see wisdom. So, what was it that she was seeing as wisdom? The product of the unseen wisdom. So, if I'm a leader of a group, my wisdom can be seen in how I have raised the group. So, you can see that this group is excellent and it has a leader that has wisdom. So, it is the things that she saw that was Solomon's wisdom. What we are seeing from your group is your wisdom. How your group members are behaving is your wisdom. Don't run away from it. That is your wisdom. When she saw all of Solomon's wisdom and look at it, and the house that he had, built because it takes wisdom to build so when she saw the house she saw wisdom are you listening to me verse 5 and the meat of his table and the sitting of his servants how your group members sit is even wisdom some people have group members who sleep After dancing, they sleep. Some people have group members. After singing, they sleep. I think the only group that has their people who sleep is the ashes. Because they they are standing and moving up and down. yeah. And he brought me to dance. I finished dancing. They sleep. Yes. She saw the sitting of his servants. In this case, she saw the arrangement okay, wait, let me, why am I running ahead of myself? Look at it, watch wisdom. And the attendance of his ministers and their, why are we wasting time? NLT. She was overwhelmed. She was also amazed at the food on his tables, the organization of his officials, and their splendid stepchildren clothing. No, their splendid clothing. Like frown, I go teach them. We are just trying to strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die, so that they don't die. Yes, they are splendid clothing. The cup bearers. The bent offerings Solomon made at the temple of the Lord. I, when I came back last Sunday, not this last Sunday, the previous, even this Sunday, I was surprised that offering time, there was no form of arrangement. Everybody gets up. Yeah, that's the wisdom of a leader. I said that's the wisdom of a leader. If I was an usher, listen. I sat, he- I stood here with people to teach how ushering, uh, offering. What did I say? Ushering. offering should be taken. We tried it. If it didn't work, we did it another way. That's the wisdom of a leader. A church where when it's offering time, there's no organization the wisdom of a leader you are seeing right there the wisdom of a leader in fact give me the king james of this verse because there's something this version is missing which i don't want to miss watch this because it addresses some other people so look at it and his cap bearers, right then look at it and his ascent by which he went up unto the house of the lord so when solomon was going up to the church there was a protocol on how or where he walked to get there the same way you call a choir and they get up john john John. at least they they, they try now they they file. i see them going behind the pillars that's also the wisdom of a leader I don't know whether behind the pillars is correct or not, but it's a wisdom of a leader. Do you understand? Yeah, Solomon's is the ascent by which he went up (laughs) unto the house of the Lord. (laughs) Am I making sense? Yes. When she saw all these, there was no more spirit in her. You mean you can train people who get up from a session of the church and they walk a certain way and arrange themselves. And there's another group they are normally this side. When they call them. As for them they are they are they are coming like mandamano. <laughs> That's the wisdom of a leader. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wisdom of a leader. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm making sense to anybody. Yeah. Hmm. Somebody wants to come to church and sit and say, wow, these people are organized. Wow, these people are excellent. Wow, I can be in a place like this. Yes. You see? There's a group of people who likes mandamano. And then there's another group who says, we don't want it. Isn't it? Life is divided into these two people. Some people, when you create chaos, they like it. Yes. And then some people, they like order. They want order. In their homes, a man has left a home where his maid is dressed in A better uniform than the choir. Do you think you want to be in a church like this? No, you didn't hear what I said. I said, he has left his house where his maid is dressed exquisitely. When he comes to his church, the maid in his house has a better uniform than the choir that sings to God. Which God are you singing to? From his gate, there's a protocol. How the gate is open? His bag is lifted, is is picked. When he comes and they call a group, the group comes like mandamano.
0: Like, ah. hmm. Hmm.
1: I'm teaching something. Rise up on your feet. striving for excellence. For so long, I endured a very badly washed washroom. Clean by women. Hmm. You go to the bathroom and it has stench. And God's creatures and God's human beings were using it. And then one day I said, nah. I said, nah. So, I said, we're going to clean this bathroom. The men's toilet, the metal was rusted. Hey, even if we came here and it was given to us like that, must we use it like that? You know sometimes it's as though people in church behaves like um government employees you know the person is driving a government car so when he's on a very bad road he goes boo, 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 boo. you know they have a repair department the government buys part and all that yeah so they don't care no that can be the spirit and the attitude of the children of Some of you, when you leave people's houses, you live at night. You escape through the windows at night. There is no house I've lived in that I can't return to the landlord. Yes. I can confidently go. One house I lived in, the landlord told me, please, from time to time, be passing by. You, you are on a wanted list. Before I left, I saw that they have brought back the old spirit. White, white tile must be white tile. I cleaned the ladies' bathroom, place where ladies go. the, the floor, is it the tiles? At least the one, two, three, the first one, two, three, four tiles receive um, scales from soap. It receives dirt. White tile was looking brown. They can't even use, you should see them working. They can't use their hands. They can't use their hands. There are some of you ladies here, you can't use your hands in the toilet bowl. So you have a culture of destroying everything one day I came to church when they opened the door on my right was the pillar of rubbish you see the bible talks about pillar of fire I didn't see pillar of fire I saw pillar of rubbish you just hear the stench the pile-up rubbish. I'll ask myself, in my own house, would I want a piled up rubbish in my environment? I'll say, no. If you have an excellent spirit, child of God, listen, you will do excellent things. If you have an excellent spirit... You will do excellent things. If you have the spirit of a monkey, you do. Yeah. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the reason why nobody they, I don't think there's any president who will come up in Africa and one day will look at Africa and will not have slums in Africa. Bado because some of the people who live in the slums like it like that don't change it I saw a documentary in China they move an entire city out and rebuild the city and move people from slums into housings try it in Africa the people say we like it like that I lived in a house not far from a slum, you know. It, that, that house was always, uh, it always gave me mixed feelings. Yeah. It's one of the most beautiful houses. The design, I loved it. But just next door was a slum. Every year, the slums catches fire. And then they rebuild it. It's wonderful. I've forgotten how many times I stood in my balcony and saw the slumber by 4pm the next day it's like nothing has happened they will knock things together in business as usual you see if you have an excellent spirit you will produce excellent things maybe what I'm teaching you may not pertain to church out of your business. Excellent. Let's try for it. Lift up your hands and pray for the spirit of excellence. The Bible said Daniel had an excellent spirit, so excellence is a spirit. Lift your voice, begin to pray. Lift your voice, begin to pray. Pray, 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 pray. Jesus, 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 Jesus. 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 Pray for the spirit of excellence. Kada maranda mahanda baba. E zuzo pare de 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 Zimbre zotaria mahanda. Pare de bere ke pare de kepere. be. Atara maranda na mahazianda na E yoma sandola masonde de 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 de. Bredusta parienda gamahanda ya zadi kaloma kapados gladirimo sundiri bidiatapagres rezusa bareta kuso paraha. Come on, pray for the spirit of excellence. Be watchful and strengthen the things that remain that are ready to die. Pray for the spirit of excellence. Come on, church! Lift your voice and pray. Jesus, Lord, we pray for the spirit of excellence. Yando malama sembere de kiberehas has. to samparada bahaya brege subora balosata lingre de sembere de desiadas. Arato marande de Messina la Mahanda Izoma redile catomara posa katai Emini anda mandi di bosta la Bahazia Pere toso parada Pere sota parabaha Igradus e caposiande Selema ya anda andabaha Father, we thank you for the revealing of your word to our hearts, to our minds, and to our spirits. Cause a transformation and a change in what we offer you, in what we present to you. You are an excellent God may we not take for granted who you are like Cain took for granted and you had no respect unto him and his sacrifice. May what we present to you, Lord, become excellent in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. Please have your seat. I trust you've been blessed. Amen. I believe that God wants us to walk. He wants us to strive um, for excellence. Amen.
0: We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m., Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklo on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.